Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny, in case you are new here, or welcome back. Today, I am feeling frisky and fine. First of all, in case you're new here, my name is Manny. I'm a fourth year university student. I'm just about to be finished, uh, who studied psychology and commerce. And I'm about to graduate, as I just said, and enter the real world, whatever that means. First of all, today I'm trying out not having a tripod for my mic because it makes me feel more dynamic. And I feel like a... Like I'm on a TV show or something like that versus when it's on the stand, sometimes it gets kind of annoying and I feel like I want to hold my mic. So we're going to try this out for one episode. If it's too annoying and I swivel around too much or something like that, I will probably put it back, but got to try anything at least once. Hope you're doing well. I am pretty good to be honest. Let's start with a rose, bud and thorn. We're going to do a check in, see how we're doing and uh, start from there. So today my rose is that I have my final final, my final final, my last final of my undergrad career ever tonight at 7 p.m. I am so excited for this. I've been honestly like thinking about this day for so long, you know, the day of my last university exam ever, my last exam maybe ever in my life. Uh, I was thinking about it this morning though, but I, I don't think this would be my last final. To be honest, I can see myself going back to school. So I'm not going to say that it's my last school event ever in my entire life, but who knows where life might take me. This might honestly be my last school event ever. So super excited about that. I'm pretty hyped. I'm not really nervous at all. I honestly don't really care anymore. Uh, It's just that point of exam season where I'm like, just get me out of here already because I am just a little tired of studying and very excited. Um, That leads into my bud. I guess I'm super excited to travel. I'm actually traveling for the next two weeks. So today I'm taking my last final. It's Tuesday. Uh, For the rest of this week, I'm just chilling in Vancouver. Just going to, oh, I'm going to clean my room. I've been thinking about cleaning my room for so long and not just like, oh, dust the floor, whatever. I'm talking about like clean my room. I'm going to go through all my clothes, donate anything I don't want to wear, especially as summer's coming up. I have so many t-shirts I already know that I'm going to get rid of because I used to be obsessed with thrifting and I still like thrifting, but I used to be obsessed with thrifting graphic t-shirts. So I think I have like 20 in my closet, but I don't need all of them because I have so many. So that's just one thing I'm going to clean. Just going to go through the rest of my room as well. I'm just looking at my room right now and I know there is going to be so much to get rid of, to clean, to declutter. And I've been waiting for after final season to do it because obviously I don't really have time right now. So very excited for after final season. I'm traveling next week. I'm going to the island with my friend Angela. It's just going to be a chill time. I don't think there's going to be service or Wi-Fi. So it's really just like a social media disconnect trip, Um, obviously with content, though, because that's really exciting. And then the week after, I am going to Washington, D.C. to visit my friend Amy and just hang out and explore Washington. I have been hardcore planning my itinerary this 
this past week and I'm so excited guys like I don't think you understand I'm just so excited to explore these areas explore new restaurants figure life out on my own like navigate this new place which reminds me I have to go to the phone service place so that I can see what happens to my phone plan if I go to the states yeah because I haven't been to the states in a while like actually been in the states I don't think Seattle really counts so I need to figure out what to do there but that's something I can do later this week I don't really have to deal with it right now so that's my bud super looking forward to the next two weeks it's gonna be crazy busy I already know but I'm just very excited and so motivated to live life and make content about it as well my thorn is what is my thorn oh wait no I have more to share okay I actually have a couple things to share oh my gosh my other bud I guess it's a rose slash bud I have been writing affirmations for myself in my planner I think I've talked about this before every day I write three or four affirmations that I'm trying to focus on that week that day Uh, for example today's is I am worthy of love and happiness I attract what is meant for me I trust the timing of my life and I am a content creator Simple affirmations, saying them out loud, saying what you believe, thinking what you want to be will help you get there. So I write these down every day so that I can get myself there eventually. But these past two weeks, I have two upcoming collaborations with brands. One of them has been one that I've literally been manifesting for months, weeks, if not months. I have I was so excited when I saw that brand email me uh, yesterday morning I almost screamed I was studying in the library and I just like was so excited when I saw that email so super excited about that and it, it feels like like everything's just falling into place you know like these are my affirmations like I literally started writing I attract what is meant for me the past couple days and now after that like the one of my dream brands emailed me to do an Instagram post. So I don't even know what to believe anymore. My life is crazy. So just if you don't believe in manifestation and affirmations, there is another example for you. I talked about one before where I was writing my affirmations when I first started writing affirmations about content creation and then my TikTok blew up. So it's just crazy the way that the world works. So I'm very excited about that. Um, my thorn, hmm, my thorn, do I even have a thorn right now? My thorn would, I guess, be that I'm really, knock on wood, nervous about getting COVID. Uh, obviously, because I'm traveling the next two weeks, if I get COVID before then, literally up to my COVID test before I go to Washington, I can't do anything. I can't fly out. So we're going to wear my mask quadruple layer not gonna get COVID in the next two weeks I'm gonna knock on wood so that I don't jinx myself there I just wanted to talk about something else but I literally just forgot oh my god my brain is literally the size of a pea what was I gonna say okay it'll come back to me we'll jump back to it if I think about it in this episode I literally can't even remember what the heck But anyways, I have been honestly just chilling, very excited to finish my finals. I, let me give you some life updates. I feel like I have not, I I actually filmed a while, not a while ago, very recently, but I feel like I haven't, I have so many things that happened in my life. Um, 
So I've been posting daily on TikTok and TikTok is genuinely just my brain dump fun video making page at this point because I just do whatever I want on there and just enjoy the content that I create. I think it's really important if you're going to start monetizing your hobbies to have a place where you can do it without the monetization part. So for example, if you really like pottery and say you start, you know, a side business where you're selling your pottery, I think it's still really important to have some designated time or a place to just do pottery on your own to remember why you fell in love with it in the first place because when you start monetizing your hobbies it gets really really hard and it's very easy to just give up on it and feel very frustrated by it because there's a lot of other logistical things and then you have like monetary measures of success and all this kind of stuff so I think it's really important to just enjoy and so that's but that's been TikTok for me and I've been actually like getting decent views like before I would get like four views of TikTok you know just be my friends but now it's like the FYP is pushing out my content and I think it's also because obviously when you post regularly algorithms really favor you so that's one thing I've been really enjoying one that I made recently was my April favorites if you want to check it out I'm also going to post it on my Instagram reels so we're going to see how that one does but it's on my TikTok and my Instagram at this point probably so very excited about that oh my god I literally can't remember what I was going to say before we get into today's episode, I want to bring up one more thing. I saw these TikToks yesterday that I really, really want to talk about. So there was one yesterday that I talked about. There was just this woman. She was just talking to the camera and she was basically talking about if you chose safety, traditional safety in your career as a life choice, that's actually not safe at all. I can't word it as eloquently as she did Um but that's basically what she was talking about. And traditional safety is basically, you know, picking money, picking job security, picking prestige, all that kind of stuff. But she basically brought up these two things. One is called invisible assets and one is called visible assets. So visible assets are basically your money, your job security, your title, maybe like a special pin or like your white coat if you're a doctor and then invisible assets include things like peace of mind your well-being your mental health your personality your identity uh, identity clarity all these kinds of things that seemingly we should prioritize but we don't so the point of the video was basically saying how if you prioritize traditional safety of a job before you're basically just sacrificing all of your invisible assets to like increase your visible ones right you're obviously if you're going to choose to work as a doctor or like a big lawyer you're giving up your personal time your mental well-being your sense of peace for things like prestige like a good job title and lots of money and a high salary of course so I was thinking about that TikTok and it just got me thinking about like I feel very like, I feel like these videos, when they come up on my For You page, they just further my sense of, uh, like, I have so many choices and I and there's a lot of things that need to go into this choice in terms of when I'd want to choose my long-term career. And it, it kind of stresses me out, but also makes me feel like, oh, I think I should just continue living how I am. And I think the right things will come to me, right? My affirmation, I attract what is meant for me. If I continue to live prioritizing my fitness, prioritizing my nutrition, prioritizing my well-being, prioritizing my mental health, then opportunities that promote that will come for me, 
come for me. That sounds kind of bad. Well, you know, just come into my life. And I think that's also really important. I, I think the in the TikTok, the woman was talking about how in the Western world in particular, we we so willingly we've been conditioned to give up those invisible assets just for those visible ones. So I think for me, for the next forever, for the next weeks, months, forever, I'm going to really try and prioritize my invisible assets. I think I'm pretty good at managing them. I mean, honestly, I would say my mental health has been really good this past year already. So and my character development. I think I've become a very different person than who I was two years ago, which is great. I mean, that's really what is normal. Yeah, I saw another TikTok about a girl who graduated university last year and she's just completely lost in life. And I think that was just very interesting because obviously it's not the fact that she can't get a job. I mean, there's so many jobs open in the job market right now, but it's it's about the fact that like we put so much pressure on ourselves to make sure that the job we pick or the career we pick is like perfect for us. And I think I've really accepted recently the fact that I think my job will just be a job and it might not necessarily, I'm talking about my main like salary job. It might not necessarily be something I absolutely love, but I think it's also good for me if that's the case. Because I I think about if YouTube were my full-time job, if content creation were my full-time job, I think I would honestly feel very, very bad (laughs) and I have no other words to put it. Uh, Even like last summer, for example, when I did YouTube full-time in the summer, I focused a lot on the numbers and the views and making sure like my video would consistently be one of 10 in my YouTube studio, but that's just really unhealthy. So recently, because I've had other things to focus on, like my final exams and traveling and also making TikToks for fun. TikTok is genuinely one that I don't care about at all. Like I think my YouTube and my relationship with YouTube has improved a lot. And I've talked about this a lot. My relationship with content creation has been very, very tumultuous to say the least. But recently I've been really trying to just let go and have fun. I don't check my YouTube studio at all and it's been really good for me. So that's that. I think I'll probably even make an entire episode on that because those topics are just so prevalent right now, like talking about job security and the job market and also just Gen Z starting to go into the workforce, I think is so interesting. But today's episode is going to be about my morning routine. So my morning routine is something that I hold a lot of pride over. It's genuinely probably one of my greatest accomplishments, the way that I have put myself to this morning routine, the way that I've developed it, I think is just perfect for me. So I really want to share in excruciating detail all about my morning routine, why I do the things that I do in my morning routine and just everything like that, because I think it'll be really helpful, especially for some people who maybe feel like their mornings get taken from them, whether it's you start scrolling on your phone and then you're there for three hours, or maybe you just want your mornings to be a little bit more productive or you want to start off with a good headspace then maybe this can help you out. You obviously don't have to follow my morning routine to a T. I think I'm quite psychotic with it, but this is just works. what works for me. And if you can pick and choose what you like, then that's great too. So 
to start, before I actually start with my morning routine, I'll just give you a little bit of context, I guess. I've always been a morning person. I think I'm like the only person in my family to be a morning person. My mom and my brother and my dad, when we were little, like when I was little, uh, they could just sleep until noon. And I was always the one who woke up at like 7 a.m. for cartoons on Saturday morning. I would always wake up to watch TV and stuff like that. So I've always been a morning person. Uh, person. Another big reason is because I never really lived close to school. I never had that opportunity. Um, I know like right now where I live is really close to my brother's school. So he gets to sleep in a little bit for school. But for me, because I lived, I think like 30 minutes on a good day away from school, I had to wake up early, obviously. And for a while during high school, I had to commute to school, which took like almost over it's over an hour for sure so I obviously had to leave really early to get to school on time I also really really like routine I know some people are more go with the flow but for me for for me routines are just a way to limit decision fatigue um I really remember this very uh specifically this specific moment I think I I recorded it in my last week of university vlog where I was trying to decide if I wanted to go to a cafe to study that day or if I wanted to just go to the library that I always go to. And if you watch that clip, you'll notice like that I really, really have a hard time making decisions. And it's not really that I'm a I'm indecisive. It's that like I can make pros and cons for both. Like when I make decisions, I'm a very pros and cons person for each side. And then I kind of weigh it out and see. So for example, with that decision where I was choosing to study in the library or the cafe, I didn't want to be stressed out with uh, figuring out parking because I was going to a new cafe. Didn't want to be stressed out about if it was full, like what I would do and all this kind of stuff. So I just, when I make a routine, then the decisions just get made for me and it's a lot easier on my mind. Uh, Decision fatigue is also very real. Like I think it's in Atomic Habits I read that decision fatigue is very hard. So when you get to the end of the day, you're kind of just pooped and and you'll succumb to your bad habits because those are the easy ones and you don't have the willpower to hold yourself back. So that's why I like my routines love my morning routines. I've gone through many iterations. I, If you watch my YouTube channel, I've made lots of morning routine videos and each one is very different. It might seem very similar, but there's slight tweaks that I make here and there. But honestly, I've had the current morning routine that I have for the last maybe year. No, I think it was because I, I started going to a new gym, like the current gym that I go to. So maybe since last summer, end of last summer, I've had this morning routine and this has honestly been my favorite one so far. And I feel like before I could think of things that I didn't like in my morning routine, whether it be the order or whatever, but honestly with this morning routine right now, I love it. I think I'm just going to continue it. And it's also something that I can do when I'm on vacation and not at home, which is also something that's really important because I don't want to get thrown off when I'm on vacation, right? But anyways, okay. That's enough talking. Let's get into my actual morning routine. (laughs) I've been talking for so long. So obviously with the morning routine, I start by waking up. Uh, Typically every day I wake up at 6 a.m. nowadays. Other, on the weekends I'll wake up at 7 uh, because sometimes on the weekdays I'll sleep a little later than usual. So I like to catch up on sleep on the weekends. Um, But most of the time I'll wake up at 6 a.m. 
I wake up early, obviously, if you can tell. 6 a.m. is pretty early for most people. Honestly, guys, once you get used to it, it really is not that bad. But the the step, like if you're waking up at 10 a.m. right now, you obviously can't go to waking up at 6 a.m. the next day. You have to kind of wean yourself there. But it's honestly not as hard as you think once you're used to it. And because I've been doing this for so long, like if I'm not sleep defri- deprived, naturally my body will ma- wake me up at around 6 a.m. or 6.30. So you just get there eventually. Uh, The other reason I wake up so early is because my morning routine takes a long time. It takes about two hours if I want to do it comfortably, which means if I'm not rushed and I don't feel like I have to get somewhere eventually. Uh, If I just take my time with it and do things normally paced, you know, I don't feel like I have to rush and I don't feel like I'm taking extra time, then it takes about two hours for me to fully complete my morning routine. So to get to the gym by eight, I have to wake up at six. So Another thing that I wanted to talk about is a consistent wake-up time. I have found that is very helpful with a morning routine. Uh, First of all, it literally is biologically beneficial. I mean, your body runs on a circadian rhythm, which is basically biologically your your internal clock, right? So naturally, you're going to wake up at a certain time and you're going to go to bed at a certain time because of your hormones and stuff like melatonin that tells you to go to sleep. All this kind of stuff. So I found that having a consistent wake up time makes it easier for your body to prepare for waking up and also prepare for going to bed. Um, As I said earlier, though, if you're waking up pretty late right now, definitely inch yourself like 10 minutes earlier every week or 10 minutes earlier every day because you it's really hard to do it in one go and do it sustainably and have it last long. So let's say you're waking up at 10 a.m. right now. Try to wake up at 930 for the next week. And do it consistently. And then also sleep half an hour earlier. So that's very important. If you're trying to build a morning routine, definitely pick a time that is manageable for you and uh, is consistent. Like it's a time that you can sleep consistently and wake up consistently every day because that's super important as well. So after I wake up, right away I go to the bathroom and I do my bathroom things. I used to before, I remember there was a point in time this morning when I was thinking about my old morning routines, there was a time where I'd wake up in and immediately start reading uh, because I thought that was the way to get myself to read every single day. And also I didn't have to check my phone then in the morning. But eventually, because I was still laying in bed and reading, I just got really tired and groggy. So I have decided to go to the bathroom. Also, with turning on all the lights in your bathroom, opening the windows and all that kind of stuff, you let light in and naturally your body starts to wake up with the exposure to the light. So obviously in the bathroom, I do the bathroom things, you know, washing my face. I do wash my face every morning and every night now, as well as in the shower. I wash my face like honestly, probably four times a day. That's a lot. Is that too much? I don't know. I'm not a skincare guru. But uh, if you want to know my skincare routine, I'll talk about it very briefly. In the morning, I use a damp towel first to just wipe off any like oil and your like your eye poo all that kind of stuff. And then I wash my face with the Youth of the People Kale Cleanser. Got it from a recommendation from my friend Angela and I really do like it. It's a bit pricey though, but it's pretty good. It's like very clean smelling and very gentle. Then I'm thinking about what is next. I use hyaluronic acid from The Ordinary and then also niacinamide from The Ordinary. So that's just my skincare routine. Obviously ended off with some sunscreen to moisturize and also put on SPF. 
So bathrooms like pretty normal bathroom things, you know, pee, brush your teeth, all that kind of stuff. So I don't really have to go into too much detail with that. But after I come out of the bathroom, I make my bed and I meditate. So I think, I mean, you guys have probably heard enough times about why you need to make your bed. It's first of all, just a really easy way to feel productive in the morning because it's very simple. And it's kind of like that first to-do list check mark that you can check off right away. Also, it makes it a little easier not to climb back in bed, although, I mean, it doesn't really stop me, but having my bed nice and neat also gives me, like, peace of mind. If I come into my room, like, after school and my stuffies are all over the floor and my bed is not made, it just, it gives me a lot of stress and makes me feel like um, I don't have my life together, you know? But it's just a simple task, you know? Making your bed really isn't that hard. Obviously, you don't have to do it fully, tucking your sheets in all the way, all that kind of stuff. Like just putting your blanket nicely, folding your blanket maybe, and then just putting your pillows nicely so that, you know, your bed doesn't feel like a tornado ran over it or you just literally rolled out of bed two minutes ago. It's very nice. Then, as I said, I meditate, which is super important to me. So for my meditations, I like to use a Spotify podcast Maybe it's on Apple Podcasts. I don't even know. It's a podcast that's called Daily Meditation Podcast by Mary Megley. Um, She basically posts daily podcast episodes for you to play and listen along to. And most of them every day are about 10 minutes, which I think is the perfect time for me. So meditation, you know, you have that kind of expectation of it where you're like, um, and your mind is supposed to be empty and you're only focusing on your breathing. I don't take it that seriously. There are obviously days where my brain is just racing and I have, I feel like I have a lot of things to do. Like if I wake up and I know that the day is going to be busy, then obviously my brain is going to be racing with all the events of the day and stuff. But my meditation just allows me to give myself a breather and not feel like I have to rush. Because like I said, if I wake up and I know that I have a lot of events that day, I can like whirl myself around and dig myself a big rabbit hole where I am extremely stressed about constantly rushing to the next event. But when I meditate and I just give myself room to breathe, deep breaths, think about not just what I need to do that day, but maybe just clear my mind, try to not think at all. I feel like it just gives me such a level-headed perspective and I just feel a lot better. Because most of the time when I get stressed out or when I get kind of starting to get anxious, I realize that if I stop, give myself 10 seconds to just take a few deep breaths, I honestly feel a lot better afterwards. And that's a pretty simple technique, right? It's not like I have to immediately drop all I'm doing and focus on doing all this stuff. I just give myself time to breathe. And that's just what my meditation is. So definitely if you've never tried meditation you should because I have found it helps me a lot with starting my day off. I don't know if it actually makes me more mindful because that's what people say meditation does for you. I feel like sometimes I can still be not very mindful but I don't know we'll see and maybe it's just because like I don't really do it correctly. (laughs) Honestly I don't even know if there's a right and a wrong but just time to breathe. There was a point in time in my life where I think it was when I was a teenager and naturally when you're a teenager, your circadian rhythm, like it wants you to wake up a little later. That's why a lot of teenagers sleep in and stuff. But I would try to sleep in as late as I can and then just head out the door as soon as I could. But 
now if I try to do that, it gives me a lot of stress with rushing and getting to things on time. So I found that giving myself that time to breathe is very, very important. So that meditation takes about 10 minutes. So at this point, since I wake up at 6, from 6 to 6.10, I wake up, do my bathroom things. And then from 6.20 to about 6.25 is my meditation. Then now it's about almost 6.30, I head downstairs to eat my first breakfast. So when I head downstairs, I bring a book, I bring my water glass, and then sometimes I'll wear glasses or I'll put in my contacts depending on the day. So then I head downstairs for my first breakfast. As I said, it's very simple. For the longest time, I've been eating just yogurt bowls with granola and then also a cup of coffee with some almond milk. But recently, last night or yesterday, I made overnight oats and I ate that this morning and it actually like was not bad. It's definitely something I need to get used to. I don't know if I absolutely love it yet, but maybe that's also just my toppings. So just something really small. I don't try, I don't eat like super hearty foods in the morning, like right when I wake up. Um, because to be honest, it used to make me really uncomfortable. Like my stomach would hurt and stuff. And also I'm sometimes not always the hungriest when I wake up right away. So it's just a bit of food to get my digestive system going, but not enough to like completely stuff me for the day. So that's like a tiny meal there. Other times if I run out of yogurt and stuff, I'll have just like a piece of toast with peanut butter, something super, super small. And then coffee. I honestly want to stop drinking coffee as soon as I wake up, but I feel like I'm going to have withdrawals and I'm not committed to getting over that right away. So still going to drink coffee then. (laughs) So while I eat my breakfast, I read. I do not check my phone in the morning at all. So right now I'm reading The Jailhouse Lawyer by James Patterson and Nancy Allen. I just started it this morning. No, I started last night. But this past weekend I finished two young adult romance books. They were so good. One of them was called Good Girl Complex by L. Kennedy. And the other one was called Wait For It by Jen McKinley, I think. Both five stars. Absolutely amazing books. I really, really love them. So if you want to check it out, you should. But reading in the morning, first of all, gets me to read every single day because I have an allotted time. I've realized myself, if I give myself the time and the space to do things, then I will do it for sure. But before when I tried to journal or read at night and I was like, oh, I'll just do it if I feel like it. I don't. I don't have enough willpower at night to hold myself to those things. And also I just get tired. So I don't force myself to read every night. I try to, but sometimes TikTok's TikToks, TikToks get the best of me and I just watch TikTok at night, but that's fine because I read in the morning. I don't really mind. So there's my breakfast. I actually honestly spend like 30 minutes eating breakfast now. Um, The first 15 minutes though is just me grinding my coffee beans so that I can put them in my little reusable K-cup so that I can make my coffee. So that takes up a lot of time, um, but that's totally fine, honestly, because it gives me again like a time for my mind to be empty and just not think so I really like that and I feel like not having to rush to eat also makes it a much more pleasant experience I've had a handful of times when I was a kid where I'd wake up late and I'd have to like bring my breakfast in the car or just like stuff it in my mouth before I head off to school and it was just unpleasant I did not like that yeah. So I eat breakfast and that usually brings me to almost seven o'clock, honestly. And then when I finish eating my breakfast, wash the dishes, obviously, do everything like that. I come back upstairs to my desk. 
So this is my like journaling and plan for the daytime. So the first thing that I do is I journal. I, again, with having a time and a place to do it in the morning, I find it so much easier to be consistent. All throughout high school, I tried to journal at night, but there are times when I may be on vacation, so I can't journal at night because I'm doing other stuff or just I'm very tired and I don't feel like it. I just wouldn't journal then. I would journal like maybe once a week in high school. But now that I do it in the morning, I can journal consistently because I have a time and a place to do it. So I've talked about my journaling a ton, but sometimes my journaling is simply just writing about what I did yesterday. Because I'm journaling in the morning, I usually talk about the highlights of the day before. But sometimes it's about like what I did yesterday, what I felt, um, whatever I'm thinking about. Like for example, because I saw those two TikToks last night about the graduation and the life journey thing, I was journaling about that this morning because that was still on my mind. And I was thinking about like what I thought about those two TikToks, which was actually quite interesting, honestly. I had some deep revelations about that, but we can talk about it another time. Other times I'll do prompts if I don't feel like my life is interesting. I try to do prompts that are like handed to me so I don't have to pick the prompts otherwise I get very indecisive about the prompts and then I'm like oh this is too much work so there's a TikTok account that I used to follow uh, that does daily journal prompts I think their handle is healing one day at a time on TikTok so every day they post a video with a journal prompt and sometimes they have monthly themes so every month follows some sort of theme and every single day that prompt falls within the theme so that's really helpful. Otherwise, you can just like pick it out the night before or pick it out the week before and that'll be really good too. But journaling honestly is so like I'm in such a journaling kick right now. I love journaling and I think it's because I honestly don't even know. I love I love talking and writing about how I feel. I mean, that's what I do on my podcast. So I think I've just always really, really liked journaling in that sense. But I also think it just offers a really unique time capsule back into what I was thinking at that time. Because there are times where I will pull out old journals, even from high school and stuff like that. And just reading them back, like it really transports me back to that point in time and makes me feel really cool. So journaling is something that I love to do. I also am just really into like self-discovery right now and identifying who I am and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it's especially helpful right now as I'm trying to discover what I like and discover who I am. So I usually journal about a page. Um, My journal is a Leuchtturm 1917. So it's a B5 size, I want to say. I think it's B5. So I journal about a page. I honestly don't pressure myself to journal a certain amount because I feel like that takes away the fun from it just do what you like you can even draw pictures sometimes I like just write really big and then I barely write anything but it fills up a page I don't know just do what you like you know make it easy for yourself if you make it too hard with too many specifications and stuff you're less likely to do it so what I found is just make it easy and make it a part of your routine you should read Atomic Habits because that is part of the book and I thought it was very helpful Next up, I plan my day. So after I finish journaling, I'm finally ready to think about the day and my tasks and my schedule and all that. Uh, I find, you know, just waking up and doing it right away gives me too much stress. I don't like to think about all that I have to do every single day. So when I talk about planning for the day, there's actually a couple things that I do in my planner. So my planner is a Hobonichi. I'm holding it up here on the screen. I 
designed my own cover with a bunch of stickers and stuff so it doesn't actually look like this but um First thing that I do is do habit tracking. So I track my habits daily and this is just, I mean, I don't really force myself to do it. They're just things that I like to keep track of. So let me tell you, I track if I read that day, which usually is always because it's a part of my routine. If I have less than three and a half hours of screen time, that has been one I have been trying to consistently get down. Um, I'm definitely pretty good with less than three and a half hours, but I feel like if I make my habit less than three hours, I'm not going to be good at it. And I just, I just can't. I'm sorry. The next three habits are having to do with my Apple Watch. So my Apple Watch tracks the move, the exercise, and the stand minutes or the goals that I have on my Apple Watch. So I just track if I closed my move ring, closed my exercise ring, and closed my stand ring. Those are just to track just to make sure I'm still moving around and stuff because I honestly feel like exercise has a really big effect on my mental health and my well-being so it's very important to me that I prioritize those. Next habit I track is my no spend so if I did not spend money that day then I will color it in. Um, then I check flossing. I've been trying to floss every single day. I'm actually pretty good at it. I'll like forget here and there but honestly getting kind of consistent which I'm very proud of and I, I I actually never used to floss which is probably a bad thing to say out loud but once I started flossing when I went back to the dentist my most recent time he was like oh my god your teeth are so good like there's nothing wrong with them I was like wow thank you flossing so really does help out the next habit I track uh I should not say out loud but it's basically a pleasure tracker, if you get what I mean. I think it's just kind of important to prioritize your sexual well-being as well. Um, it's just something I prioritize. And I also like to keep track of just, I don't know, just because. I think it's kind of healthy to track, to be honest. <laughs> Never really talked about that out loud before, but I do track that. It's called my uwu tracker. So now I've told you my biggest secret. My next two habits are actually things I'm trying to cut down. One is that I only drink one coffee a day, which today I have failed. I drank a second coffee today. But I try to obviously not drink more than one coffee a day because I'm trying not to be addicted to caffeine. I'm most of the time pretty good at it unless I go out to a cafe and study. Then I'll like obviously drink another coffee because I like it. But it's okay. And then my last one is no biting my nails. I have been a nail biter since I was little. I don't know where it stems from, but I've just always been one and I'm really trying to bite it. I mean, not bite it. I'm really trying to end my habit. I will say I haven't tried the hardest. I mean, I know there's a lot of different ways that people don't bite their nails. You know, they put band-aids on their fingers or they put that like stinky nail polish or whatever, but I'm just trying to notice I think right now I'm trying to notice when I bite my nails and I've been gathering information about that and then kind of trying to stop myself when I notice myself biting my nails so those are the habits that I track I fill that in for the day before in the morning and then my next part of my planner that I do is my memory tracker so I've talked about this many times, but I have an obsession with stickers and planners and stuff. I used to be a big Erin Condren girl, but part of the Hobonichi has an hourly planner part where 
you can have the hours of the day and write down what you need to do. So I use this as a memory planner, which means I plan the day before and I really only put in the highlights of the day and I mark them with stickers and make it cute with like calligraphy and stuff. I think this is just my way of getting my creative side out and also with like keeping track of important dates and stuff. Um, yeah, it's purely just a creative form for me. I'll show on camera some of the spreads that I've done. I'll show you a nice one. Let's see. For example, this one, you can see a lot of stickers, matching colors, put down what I do that day and stuff. And I really actually really, really like it. So that's just something that I enjoy doing purely for entertainment, for my own entertainment. The last part of my planning for the day that I do is actually planning for the day. So the other things were backtracking, right? I was doing yesterday stuff, but the last part of my planning is for the actual today. So in my Hobonichi, I like to just divide it up into sections. So there is an affirmation section that I've talked about, a schedule section that has the hours of the day and you can put in your schedule the important section, the note section, the to-do section, and the gratitude section. So with my affirmation section, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Every morning I'll just write in affirmations. Sometimes they're the same as the day before, but other times if I'm trying to focus on something new, I'll write something new. My schedule, that's like a really big one. So I plan out weeks in advance and days in advance on my iCalendar in my computer. And I'll basically just put in like if I have work, like certain timed events that I know are going to happen for sure. So then I transfer that into my Hobonichi. And I'll just draw in little time blocks to show what time I'll be doing what. So for example, from six to eight, I have my morning routine. And then from eight to nine, I go to the gym, all that kind of stuff. I just mark down like what time I'll be doing what. It keeps me on track and also make sure that I have enough time to do everything. My important section is just for me to write down if there's something important going that day. So for example, today in my important section, I wrote down it's my last final. Yesterday I wrote down it's my last day of studying, but I can write down like, oh, it's someone's birthday or whatever, stuff like that. To-do section, pretty self-explanatory. It's just all my to-dos for the day. And then for my notes section, this kind of changes every single day, just depending on what I have to do. But I really enjoy having a blank space to just write whatever I need. I found before when I had my bullet journal, one thing that I was missing was like, if I just needed to take random notes about, not about school, but just about anything, I didn't really have a place to do it. I know you can make like brain dump pages and stuff in a bullet journal, but it just didn't really work well for me. I didn't really like that. But having a note section here, on my every single day gives me the space to brainstorm out things that I'm thinking about writing out stuff so for example today because I'm filming my podcast I wrote down the outline for this episode which took up the whole note section yesterday I had a grocery list because I was going grocery shopping I also had a little book tracker I like to draw in when I finish a book and do a little review and rating I also have TikTok ideas um, book lists to read, other podcast episode plans. Let me see. Um, like a study plan for finals. Yeah, honestly, anything. If I need to write down anything, I'll write it there. And I like that it doesn't really have much of a structure because then I can be very flexible with it and I can just do whatever I need that day because every day is different. So I don't know wh what I'll need to write down. But the notes section has been very, very helpful for me. Last one is my gratitude, which I will fill in the next day. 
just something that I'm grateful for. I found I've been doing gratitude since I was in high school. Focusing on what you have and what you're lucky to have and what you're positive about obviously keeps your mindset positive and also keeps you open to noticing these things that you are lucky to have. So I think it's very important to be grateful. And yeah, so after I finish out my planning, then I will get ready for the day. Usually I'm just getting ready for the gym right away, but other times I'll go to class or do whatever I need to do. So that's my morning routine. That from beginning to end takes about two hours. There it is. (laughs) So that's That's something, this morning routine has been something that I've been cultivating for the last few years. You know, I've had many evolutions with my morning routine, but this one is honestly probably the one I've liked the most and the one I will probably keep for a very long time. I just really like the way that it is, how I wake up early, how I have enough time to read and reflect and do everything I like. And yeah, that's my morning routine. So I think I'm going to end the episode here. It's getting to be close to two o'clock and I want to eat my lunch. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. All of my other social media platforms and everything like that will be linked in the description box if you're watching on YouTube or in the show notes if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful or interesting in some way. I really love morning routines and thinking about routines. So it's just something that really, really helps me and I hope it helped you too. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in my next episode. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.